Good morning. What a wonderful opportunity to be with you this morning. I know that you have been following us and you have been watching and listening to RBM uh, from different states, uh, uh, California and, and Kentucky and New England and uh, many other cities are tuning up to RBM and we want to welcome you. Remember our P.O. Box is uh, uh, 50... Seventeen. Well, sorry, take, take that back. 1711 Merriweather Drive, Watkinsville, Georgia, 30677. 1711 Merriweather Drive, Watkinsville, Georgia, 30677. We're covering today the last of chapter 11. Faith is the number one concern of the writer. Speaking to us and telling us that uh, it has to be by faith. And so, when he stops, talks about Moses, he says, By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, 40 years old, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. So we see the conflict that Moses went through as to who to serve. And I know some of you have the same conflict. How you're going to serve. How you're going to uh, join a group of people in your home city, uh, and pray that God use you and, and bless you in that environment, it has to be by faith. And, and uh, verse 26 says, Steaming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Egypt. Educated in the palace, and now he simply sees his flesh and bones struggling and suffering under the oppressive hand of the Egyptian uh, uh, army and and he simply kills one of those soldiers and he has to leave and so and then he talks about Rahab and of course you remember Rahab he, she was uh, lived in the walls of Jericho and, he, and she hid the, the two Joshua and Caleb that came to spy and for that God gave her to be a descendant of the Lord Jesus Christ and bless her life. For by faith harlot Rahab perished not with them who believed not when she had received the spies with peace. It's quite an impressive story. You know, we are so condemning, we're so accusatory when it comes to sin that we blow it out of proportion. But God saw grace in the life of this woman. By faith she chose to do that. Now, uh, John, we're going to verse 32. Can you read that to us? And what shall we say more? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, and of Barak, and of Samson, and of Jephthah, of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets. So, you're talking about people that could have an example uh, that, that the writer of Hebrew, Paul, could simply comment about them. But by faith means it works. Would you say Jason? Yes, um, these examples are all people that moved in faith as God called them. Um, they didn't really think they had it. They really didn't <laughs> think personally that they, they could do much of anything. But by their faith, the Lord made them great people, big people. Okay. Do big things. Yeah. Anybody remember... 
Gideon. What do you remember of Gideon, John? Well, so Gideon, in the book of Judges, chapter 6, Gideon is there threshing wheat in a wine press to hide, to hide the wheat from the Midianites because they were oppressing the people. And so it's a scene of poverty, of fear, of oppression. And an angel of the Lord comes to him and says, and calls Gideon a mighty warrior. How about Samson, Joshua? Jason. Jason. Um, Samson is an interesting guy. Um, he didn't necessarily seem to be a, one of the best people. He had a lot of faults and he, he had a lot of sins, but the Lord gave him great strength um, to defeat uh, these great armies. <clears throat> and so on the outside, Samson doesn't look like he would be the hero, but he ends up uh, taking care of a, of a huge army all by himself. Okay. How about David, John? Well, obviously David is famous not only in biblical history, but most many people in the entire world, Christian or not, Jewish or not, have heard of King David of Israel. Uh, you know, he established the, the capital in Jerusalem. He designed the first temple. He built a beautiful house. He secured the area, military uh, uh, conquest. But also, he was a man who sought the Lord wrote many of the Psalms and was famous for receiving one of the promises of God that points to Jesus that, that the Lord would establish His kingdom forever. So, so the idea here is that if, if all these people, Samuel and the prophets, they subdue kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, can we by faith able to do things that please God. What is it that uh, we're facing? You know, this morning, I got up and, uh, and uh, I have a little fear in driving a tricycle uh, into Jimmy Daniel Road because it's so crowded with cars. And so I get out of my uh, subdivision, you know, and I turn left, and I'm on Jimmy Daniel heading to the entrance of uh, Jeannie's Mill, on the left, about uh, 600 feet or something like that, or half a mile. And suddenly, fear came upon me. This is just a lot of traffic. But this morning, as I turned left into Jimmy, Jimmy Daniel, I was all alone coming to the entrance of Jimmy's Mill. All, all alone, no cars. One came at the last minute, I turned left, and I said, Thank you, Lord. So by faith, I decided to drive my bicycle uh, to to the office this morning, and uh, and uh, and uh, I, I just believe that God will protect me as I turn into that busy road, and He did. And so this happens to all of us about everything we do. By faith means a way of living. You know, when I began my ministry, I I didn't understand that. I needed to learn discernment and faith. And so I. Uh, I began to ask the Lord to give me a parking space on on uh, at the Atlanta airport, and uh, and I, I just uh, would stop the car and I say, Lord, I, I need a space at the end of this row here, at the back way down there. God, help me, help me to get a space. And suddenly there was one. A guy was leaving. And I'll take his place. In other words, uh, I remember going out to Brazil. 
and with a bus and trying to find a church that I would stop and I put my hands up and I say, God, by faith, I ask you to lead me, Lord, where the church is. And, and I would say to the driver, turn left and turn right and there's the church. Igreja Metodista. And I would go in and park the, the bus and the people ready to... So I've trained myself to live by faith. You know, uh, go to the post office and I need uh, $1,600 to finish paying the bills for the ministry. And I put my hand on the on the on the entrance of the, the post office little door and and there's the money there. So it's a way of living, would you say, John? It is a way of living and it's a way of living that's contrary and I think that's what Paul is trying to do here is establish that it's contrary to the worldly lifestyle that approaches life uh, in a different way. And so, you, if you're going to choose this way of life, you can expect to be harassed, belittled, uh, ridiculed, because it seems foolish in the eyes of the world. As Paul says also, and you know, he talks about, beginning of 1 Corinthians 2, that if you're going to follow God, the world will not be able to understand this type of way of life. Amen. Now, what, one more thing, if you don't mind. One thing that I see Christians struggle with is, is, is trying to combine the life of faith and do a little bit of the life of the world and hold the two together. And it always results in confusion. It results in depression. It results in lack of identity and who you are, lack of conviction. Uh, because the two don't, can't go together. The two cannot survive together. Okay. Let's take a look at verse 33 and 34. Referring to Barak and Samson and Gideon and David and Samuel. The writer says, Who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions. And now verse 14, it personalizes a little more. And I don't think none of you have lions that you are fighting, are you? But in the spiritual sense, yes you are. You have to do things that you've never done before. It turns to be a lion. But God is better on testing and moving in faith and blessing people who allow that to be applied to their lives than anything else in the Bible. Amen. So, quench the violence of fire. Tell me, tell me, Jason and John, I'm going to give you an exercise of uh, biblical history here. Where in the Bible... <laughs> Quenched the violence of fire. Yeah, well, Shadrach, Meshach, yeah. and Abednego um, yes. are the are the yeah. men who were thrown into a fire, and the people that threw them in the fire, the fire was so hot it killed the people that threw them in. But yes. the Lord came and visited them there and and brought them out of the fire unharmed, not yes. even dirt on their clothes. Escaped the edge of sword, John. The one I thought of there, well, you know, you can go King David with Goliath, but the one I thought about, and man, I cannot remember who the king was at the time, and the Assyrians were attacking Jerusalem, and they had surrounded the entire city, and they were about to take over the whole city, and the people cried out, and the Lord sent a plague to destroy over 100,000 Assyrians in the army, 
and they and they returned. And I believe that that is something that you have to experience. You know, the the sovereignty, the rest the Lord's rescue you from from harm and bless you and call you and provide and sustain you. How about uh, out of weakness we're made strong? Jason? Well, that's um, I think that refers here to Gideon who said when he was in, hiding uh, from, the, from the armies of the enemy of the Lord, the angel came and said, Greater are you strong and mighty warrior. And he said, well, I'm not strong. I'm the I'm the smallest guy in my whole family, and my family is <laughs> the smallest people in this whole land, in this whole town. Yeah. So wax violent in fight, return to flight the armies of the enemies, John. So that one, I've I got to go to a story in Second Chronicles 20, where King Jehoshaphat is about to fight uh, the armies. Uh, that were coming against him, uh, Ammonites, that's who it was. And the Lord told him to put the praise leaders in front of the army, which makes no sense, act of faith. And as, as he did that, then the Lord turned the armies against themselves and they fled and Jehoshaphat had the victory. Amen. Okay, women received their dead, raised to life again. Jason? Um, in the story of Elijah, um, mm-hmm. her, there's a woman, and she, she had a place for him. And her, her young son died. And Elijah came. He sent his servant to come and sit with the boy and, it, and, and keep him. And then w- once he arrived, he laid down on the body of that young boy and breathed into his mouth. And it raised them up from the dead. Yes, that's uh, amen. That, that that's that is in First Kings. First uh, Kings seventeen is that right? I believe you're. First Kings seventeen, right. when uh, when Elijah comes to the house of a woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Verse eight. 17.8 is where it begins. Okay, First Kings 17.8. Yeah. Elijah raises the widows of Zarephath. So, let's continue. Uh, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Mm-hmm. Now, who, who comes to mind on that? Stevens mm-hmm. is one of them. He simply chose not to accept deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. And talked about the resurrection afforded by Christ. Now, on verse 36 to 40, it simply tests and calls us to more detail because verse 32 and 33 and 34 and 35, it looks like we can identify the story, but on verse 37, uh, it becomes more difficult, but it's more New Testament. And others had trials of cruel mockings and scourgings, yet moreover of bonds and imprisoned. What do you think, John? Well, that I mean, that happened to Peter uh, 
in the beginning of Acts, where uh, you know he he was for healing uh, the the man at the gate, beautiful. He was brought before trial and was was mocked, told not to preach the name of Jesus. He was put in prison later. Uh, they were beaten with rods. Um, so we have plenty of examples of that in the book of Acts. Okay. So you, you're noticing that uh, that the people of God today consider suffering gas at four dollars. <laughs> then our understanding is that uh, it's going to cost more to uh, drive to the office. And, you know, I used to pay $20, now I pay $30, now I pay $60. Yesterday I paid 63 And so sufferings here in, 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 in Hebrews is really, 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 really suffering. And others had trials of cruel markings and scourgings. Scourgings, how do you say scourging? Scourging. Scourging. Yes, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment, Jason. So I think what Paul's saying here, right, is I told you a bunch of stories you learned in Sunday school. I told you a bunch of stories that you've heard. But now I'm bringing up examples of, of people maybe you know, right, of people, these, these people mm. that he's writing to. They, they've seen these people. It's not just some old story that, that just happened one time. And now it's it's not for them, right? This is this is uh, this is for you and for me. He's saying, "Look, you know these people, you've seen it happen with your own eyes, so you can have faith too, like those people." Okay, they were stoned, they were sawn asunder. I can't remember who it was, but there Isaiah. were there were was it Isaiah? And then there were several uh, apostles. It said that happened too. They, they were slain with a sword. Mm -hmm. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented. Of whom the world was not worth worthy. They wandered in the desert. Who did wander in the desert? John the Baptist yeah. at that time was probably the easiest one for them to think of. Um, Mm -hmm. Because he he wandered around, he was a very popular person in the Hebrew culture, in the, around Jer Jerusalem. He wore goat skins, he ate yeah. some honey and some bugs, <laughs> yeah. and he just wandered around and lived in caves and stuff. They wandered in the deserts, and in mountains, and in dens, in caves of the earth. Would you say would you say the farmers being oppressed by the Roman army lived in the in the caves all over northern Israel? And these all having obtained a good report through faith refers of being judged according by the Holy Spirit, have obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God having provided some better thing for us. That they, without us, should not be made perfect. Would you talk to us about this verse, John? Well, Paul is... <clears throat> I've got to talk about a current thing 
these days of the idea of taking out the Old Testament. Because what Paul is saying here is that there's a continuity in the mind of God in the history of the world that whether you were born prior to Christ or after, you can live by faith and you will be rewarded in Christ the same way. And so he's speaking to uh, the people of God here to say, listen, all of these people are going to receive their reward and are you going to be standing there with them when the time comes? I hope you are. That, that's the way I, I read it. It challenges me to... To do an inventory and say, do I complain too much about the gas price, right? Right. Right. Now, verse 39, it says, In these all, the people that we have referred to struggling and are New Testament people. Having obtained a good report through faith. Being judged accordingly by the Holy Spirit. Now, remember, when Jesus departed into eternity, into his right hand of the, at the right hand of the Father, he said his last words in John chapter 16, verse 8, 9, and 10. When the Holy Spirit has come, He'll convict the world of three things. Of sin, sin, righteous, righteousness, and judgment. and judgment. Judgment, it is to do the work of the Holy Spirit, judging. So what it's referred here is the Holy Spirit judging. The Holy Spirit testing you. The Holy Spirit convicting you. The Holy Spirit removing evil from you. In helping you to gain eternal life. God having provided some better thing for us. And uh, he, the promise to Abraham in Genesis 22.14. Is enough to begin to live that way. We live the, the Abraham lifestyle. We don't know where we're going. We don't know what's ahead. But God will provide. I'm talking to you that is struggling right now. Able to, not able to see what's ahead and what's coming. You know, I told you about uh, our trip to, uh, our trip to Athens, Greece this Saturday. And, uh, and, uh, and of course we pray for John and Jason as to, as they go to Athens, Greece to prepare for a, a trip in February 2023 called the Seven Churches of Revelation. We're going to do Israel after that which is an addition to your trip if you'd like to go with us. And, uh, and of course, we were concerned about what to do about, you know, getting to Athens, Greece, and trying to find a, a rental car, and, and then move the next day to, to uh, 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 the area, uh, and, and then fly to, uh, go to Corinth, and then fly to uh, Izmir, which is uh, Turkey, Get the other car and move on to the seven churches, which are, are all around Ephesus in a radius of uh, 100 miles. To do that by yourself is quite a challenge. And we've been praying for that. And, but we set the trip, we bought the ticket. And so, suddenly, someone come to visit us. And this young man came to visit us. He, he said, Brother Rick, you remember... That there's a man up there. His name is Nesdek. Nesdek. And Nesdek will be able to help us. And suddenly, we had ourselves a guide to the seven churches. Amen. So what I'm saying to you is that our visitor that came to visit us brought the answer for the problem they were facing. And so I'm asking you this, this, this morning, 
Are you struggling with what to do with your business? Are you struggling what to do with your life? Are you struggling as to what to do with the future of your ministry? And I want you to know that if you move by faith, God will then begin to watch over you and He will provide, He will cause things to fall into place and He will take the problem and the situation there. So, is the Holy Spirit convicting you? God says He only corrects those whom He loves. Go to uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 12 and uh, uh, verse 5, Jason. Hebrews 12. 12, 5. Hebrews 12, 5? Yes. Yep. It says, And have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be wary when reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the ones he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. So, so correction is part of life. I can tell you it hurts. It really hurts. If you ever been uh, loved by the Lord, you, you, have, you have to be corrected. It's a part of growing up. It's a part of serving the Lord. It's a part of being who you are. And uh, I remember walking limp uh, back home and asking the Lord to forgive me. But only the Lord can do that. As He corrects, He adds grace to your life and adds kindness and gentleness to your life. And He and then causes you to stand by faith. Because you see, when you, when, you, when you stand on your own faith and your own pride, nothing's going to happen. Right, John? Well, yeah, we've been talking about this a lot with this chapter that uh, we can only do so much. Um, and if we're determined to control the entire environment, then we are limiting ourselves, the capacity of of our experiences with God are limited to our own abilities and our own comprehension. And that's really just futile as self-defeating because if we're, if we're trying to follow God, there has to be an opportunity for God to do something uh, because God is so much bigger and greater and knowledgeable and powerful than we are. And so if there's, if there's not a, a space to back up and say, God, I, I literally have to have you do something because I need an experience. Because if I'm just doing it all the time, I'm just experiencing my own brain, really. So moving forward in 12, verse 7, it says, It is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? If you are left without discipline, in which all have participated then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Okay. Many believers claim to be believers while continuing sin. But the Lord never chastises them. Such shows they are illegitimate sons, meaning they are claiming faith on basis of other than the cross. The true son, without a doubt, will be chastised at all times. So the chastisement is continuous, causes a struggle, causes pain, causes anxiety, causes fear, causes lack of sleep, causes all kinds of emotional strain. And that is not the devil. That's the hand of God 
bringing you to understand his plan. So as he mentions all of these people, you're talking about here Rahab, talking about uh, 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 Moses, talking about uh, people like, uh, what are the names of those people? Samson. David and Samuel and Barak and, Sa- and, and Gideon, all of them. Would they test it? Would they co- correct it? You think that Rahab was happy in the condition that she was. She was not happy. And the Lord changes everything. Father God, we pray this morning. Yes, God. Yes. In the name of Jesus. We pray this morning, Lord, that you bless the people of yes, God, God that is listening to us. Come Perhaps, Lord, Spirit. someone up there in California this morning who is struggling with anointing. a situation that you don't agree, Lord. Mm. By faith, God, I call Thank deliverance you, upon their lives. Yes, Lord. Yes. In Thank the you, name God. of Jesus yes, Christ, God. I call upon an encounter that will change everything, God. Yes. Thank you, I God. call upon yes, the struggle of breaking a relationship, mm-hmm. a struggle of uh, yes. confessing a sin, a struggle of moving Thank in you, faith, yes. believing that Move God will God. provide the bills to be Move paid, God. struggling, Come Lord, in having a problem Thank with you, a late Jesus. telephone bill, a late rent, Thank a late food bill and lack of food inside of that yes. apartment, God. Oh, Heavenly Father, come, Lord, bring reconciliation in that life, Lord. Reconciliation. Father, I pray for reconciliation Thank to come. Jesus. Father, I pray for a total, complete yes. healing of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to engulf this person that is listening to us this morning yes. and that their lives be completely changed in the name of Jesus. In Amen. the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God, we lift up. Everybody who needs a job, Lord, that you provide and open the door, Lord God, that you would convict them of what they might be doing wrong, Lord. We pray that you would uh, bless them and open the right door and lead them to the right person, Lord God. Amen. Lord, I thank you, God, that, um, that you've been convicting us, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you're convicting those of us yes. that are watching yes. online, yes. Lord. Of, yes, of you have, you have. And your will, Lord, mm. and that you're, you, Lord. you're moving in our lives, even even if we're having a suffering, Lord, that we don't give up hope, Lord, we, we don't give up faith in you, Lord, that you're moving, no matter what the circumstances, yes. whatever Thank the you, turmoil, yes. Lord, yes. Yes. It's, yes. it's all part of you bringing us to what you want in our lives. So, Lord, I ask that you, you bring you, that revelation to the people watching today, that that you're moving in their lives in discipline and honoring you, Lord. My son, my daughter, despise not you the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when you are rebuked of him. In Jesus' name, amen. Streaming live. Awesome.